My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to an impromptu live stream. Oh, yes. Let me know, actually, if you want me to do more um, live streams on non-race weekends, because I sometimes I do, but I don't always. Uh, welcome to the stream, everyone. Roll intro. Your eyes are not deceiving you. The title is true. This is really interesting to me. Um, F1 business is something that I want to cover more on this channel because I am very interested in the business side of the product, right? Of Formula One, what makes it what it is. Oh yeah, also the uh, background has somewhat changed. Um, it's a work in progress. Um, also, I'm not quite framed up right. Here we go. But I moved myself up a little bit on my standing desk. Also quite bright, I would say. Maybe my, my ISO needs to come down a fraction. I might just do that now before we truly crack on that's a little bit better uh welcome everyone to the stream how are we doing oh there's a minton shall i get a minton if you're uh audio only i'm afraid you're you're gonna miss out on the uh, minton content but here he is bright and early how you doing son how you feeling today uh welcome everyone welcome liam Asics, peaks tor pat alex nathan stephen marcelo bailey dukes riley seamus ben charmander connor steph lucas anders dale cena Jaden, Jeremy, Eblu, Oceanic, Daniel, my account died, unlucky. Well, you got it back now, mate. Jacob Stewart, A, Stellison, Belzy, Anna, Sidan, J, Krills, Omkar, Sheep, Boneless, Lars, Joachim, James, Colonel, Luca, Jamie, Louis, Brittany, Vatsal, Dyson, Victor, with a W. W's only. Um, you alright, mate? What are you up to? You're going to hang around today. You're going to hang around on the stream. Good boy. Go, go have a little wander around, Minton. Um, yes, I have changed up the room somewhat. I know you lot don't like change, um, but there you go. Ch change changes afoot. Uh, but don't worry, I'm still speaking into the same microphone quite loudly, actually. Let me turn that down a little bit. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. Um, right, cool. Should we talk about it then? Should we talk about the breaking news that's in the title um, before I just carry on waffling and wasting your... Um, your and everyone's time really um, by not talking about the subject at hand get the screen share up Alpine secure a 200 million euro backing from investors including Hollywood actor Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney and Michael B. Jordan as well not Michael Jordan not the basketball player the actor Michael B. Jordan who was in that boxing film that I can't remember what it's called um very interesting, very interesting news as far as I'm concerned. Let's give a little, we've got the little F1 article here. Um, 200 million cash injection from a group of investors um, to support the French operation's sporting ambitions in Formula One. Um, I have read through this, we'll go through it again though, together as a family, as a disjointed, disgruntled. What are you doing, Minton? He's not enjoying this new room layout. Um, I've got like a chair there and he's like, why don't you just get on it? Do you want to get on it? Do you want me to move the... Hang on. Do you... Why don't you just get on the chair? Go on. There you go. He's on, he's on the chair now. He, he's probably... St he does weird things sometimes. Sometimes he just like goes to a mirror and just scratches it and just looks at himself. 
Um, it's very odd. Oh, and he's trying to get into my shorts that I wore yesterday. My spelly shorts. Um, thank you, Luca, for the 10 Aussie dollars. Appreciate Alpine F1. Nah, Reynolds F1 team. Alpine Reynolds. Well, obviously, Ryan and Rob are the big names that, you know, are being pushed again in this article. You know, his face is there for a reason, right? Obviously, everyone knows what him and Rob have done with Wrexham and how he's put Wrexham on the map. Small football club based out of the north of Wales, if you don't know. And they purchased the team and have done a Netflix series, Welcome to Wrexham. They've done lots of content, just got promoted out of the National League. And the injection of interest that has come with these kind of, these individuals backing a sporting enterprise, it's tried and tested. So, hmm, it's interesting. Thank you, Daniel, as well, for the 490, mate. It's 420 in New York. 420, why? Well, you, yeah, catch the... Catch the stream later, Daniel. Go to bed, mate. Um, but I appreciate the donut, man. Thank you very much. Um, yes, Deadpool is taking over Alpine. So, a um, bit of waffle here. Investor group formed of Otro Capital, Redbird Capital Partners, and Maximum Effort Investments. How boring does that sound? But you know what? Big money is almost always boring, but you know what, that's how you get to, you know, that kind of level where you can invest in a Formula One team. 24% stake as well, not an insignificant stake. About the same stake that Audi currently have in Sauber, actually. Uh, because Audi purchased 25%, I think it was the start of the year, wasn't it? Or end of last year, they purchased 25%. They're eventually going to own 75% of Audi, controlling stake. This is a minority stake, 24%. Um I mean, I'm not sure if there's any other investments outside of, you know, Renault Group exactly, because this isn't including the engine operation in Viry in France. So that is still 100% Renault owned. Um, it's the team itself. Again, it's an ex it, it, the same distinction we can make now between Rebel Racing and Rebel Powertrains. Rebel Powertrains is now technically a separate business. Um, Mercedes, you've got Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula 1 team, you've got Mercedes High Performance Powertrains, is that what it's called? Um, HPP. And so they are separate entities, right? And it's the same with Renault. You've got the F1 team, you've got the engine division, which are two separate things, right? So um, this is a 24%. Again, the same as, as what Audi have got currently in Sauber. Sauber will be taking, sorry, Audi will be taking that over fully, though, as time goes on. Um, thank you, Wolfbane, as well, for the five Aussie dollars. Reynolds should have bought AlphaTauri and partnered with Ryanair like the team you made. Could you imagine the content? It's a missed opportunity. I think I'll, I'll put the video out too late. That's the problem. They didn't have time to act on the phenomenal idea, which is the Ryanair Formula One team. Um, but there you go. Reynolds is Canadian. He is Canadian. That is, he, isn't he from Vancouver? Because um, I'm sure when I went to Vancouver... Like I'm, I'm sure some of you have done this, right? You go to somewhere in the world and um, when you go there, you, you then Google who's famous from this place. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure it was Mint Mobile Cash. Yes, he did sell off Mint Mobile, didn't he, for big money. So, uh, talks a little bit about Wrexham um, here. Right, here we go. So, Luca DeMau quotes here. So, Luca DeMau is CEO of Renault. Um, F1 and Alpine are strategic, strategic, I really struggle with that word sometimes, strategic assets for the Renault group. Over the past two year, years, we have reignited Alpine 
capitalizing on its iconic A110 sports coupe, boosting it by entering Formula One. You still only have one car, Alpine. One car. Get more cars. What, it, to be fair, it's saying there is something in here it says about. Um, is it in this one? Because aren't they. Uh, apparently, they're going to have like seven cars in their lineup like, at some point soon. They're, they're all going to be electric. They're, they're pushing hard on the electrification um, side of things. So, over the past two years, we've reignited Alpine. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Aims to be a championship contender. <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, this partnership will accelerate F1. Alpine F1 development by diversifying revenue drivers, increasing brand value. So yeah, this is very much the thought process behind that isn't so much that Renault, I think, needed to to, to make some money. I, I don't think that's like by selling off uh, shares in, in, in the business, but by selling a minority stake, you still retain control, ultimate board control, but... You get that cash injection and you get potentially the Wrexham effect with Alpine, right? I mean, we haven't seen, we've seen obviously Drive to Survive and, and how well that's done for the sport as a whole. Is there room for specific mini series, mini docs, mini kind of what they've did, what they did with Welcome to Wrexham for a specific F1 team? We haven't really seen that properly done and this feels like a great opportunity. Yes, I have been to Vancouver. Beautiful place. Loved it. Loved it. Wish you could have stayed longer. Um, but we had to leave for San Francisco. So, yes, I think that's... Um, it's exciting. I think this is this is really exciting for Alpine. I think this is really exciting for the sport as a whole, right? Because I think that ultimately, Alpine are a bigger player in Formula 1 than Wrexham are in football you know Wrexham are one club in a sport and that Welcome to Wrexham series I'm sure has generated a lot of new football fans not just Wrexham fans and I think the same goes even more so for this potentially because you've got to assume that piece of content is coming because that's a huge part of it right um Lauren Rossi has had his thing to say as well association is an important step to enhance our performance at all levels First, Otro Capital, Redbird Capital Partners, and Maximum Effort Investments. Maximum, Maximum Effort Investments. That is such a, that chat GPT name. That is such a chat GPT name. That was not come up, no human being would, would decide that is a good name for an investment firm. Um, as international players with a strong track record in the sports industry will bring their recognised expertise to boost our media and marketing strategy, essential to support our sporting performance over the long term. Second, the incremental revenue gain. So, you know, they have earned money from this by selling shares. Um, will be reinvested in the team. So 200 million euros is, I mean, the euro to the pound is about the same now, isn't it? Um and the dollar. So 200 million, that is more than an entire cost cap, which is which is nice. Isn't going to kind of, you know, Enstone is a facility that probably could do with a little bit of upgrading. Um, it's always difficult when you've got a team uh, based in the middle of nowhere, I suppose, isn't it? But, um, but yeah, that's going to help somewhat. Um, mountain climate plan, what's this? Secondly, the second, the... In Incremental revenue gained, generated, I can't speak, will in turn be reinvested in the team in order to further accelerate our mountain climber plan. Mountain climber plan, what the hell is that? 
Chat, what's a mountain climber plan? Is that like a term of phrase? I mean, I'm assuming it means they want to climb to the top of the mountain to win F1, right? But like, if they just, yeah, new five-year plan. Yeah, Everest. <laughs> the Everest plan. Uh, aimed at catching up with the top teams in terms of state-of-the-art facilities and equipment. Obviously, we've... Uh, Old Valsey, James Vows at Williams has spoken about how the uh, the facilities there and, and equipment there's kind of somewhat struggling, right? To, to to meet and to meet and catch up with demand. Um yeah, so this confirms engine division is not included in Viri, that's not part of this. And news comes as part of a wider announcement from Alpine that sees them set a set a start of achieving 8 billion in revenue in 2030 and break even in 2026. Formula 1 team is only one so that's not including um that's not in that that's not excluding the road car division, right? Which obviously right now they've just got the A110 which we've been banging on about for so long that they need more cars and it was it with the automotive arm looking to develop its own high performance platform for its future 100% electric sport cars which will see a seven model range including one future roadster and the all new a310 look listen i i really i really like the a110 i'm not gonna lie if i if i had the money for and i was in the market for that type of car that would be right up there on my list i really like it um but We'll see. We'll see. They've got a good design language. I've got. I think I really love that electric Renault Five that they've uh, they they teased. I think that looks stunning. So Alpine and Le Mans as well. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, we'll see. Deadpool livery when. Deadpool livery when. Well, so there there are more. Um, so I've read a few kind of Twitter articles and and various things going on. So again, this is part of a broader firm. You look at. Actually, let, let's take a look. Let me just pop back to, to main screen and you can roll intro again, right? Because it is a great intro. So I want to I want to have a look at these specific uh, firms so and find out a little bit more about what they are involved with. So first of all, Otra someone Otro, not Otra. Otro Capital. That's weird. Is it Otra? Because in the press release it says Otro. Hmm. That's that's weird. Hang on. Reuters have got an article about it. It is Otro. Hmm. Right. We've, I found I found another got another article on Reuters. Let's have, let's have a read of this one. Let's have a read of this one. Right. Go away. Go away. Ads. Um, apart from this ad, this is a great ad, this one up here. Fantastic ad. Um, <laughs> uh, right, here we go. So $280 million um, values the team at around $900 million Follow the investment. So that yeah, that's what it values the team at, which is, yeah, that sounds about right to me. If you've got a $200 million buy-in, as it is right now, plus the facilities, plus the car where it is, 900 million sounds about right. There's talk of obviously these teams that be, being valued at around about a billion, um, which I think, yeah, Alpine, 900 million dollars. You got the top teams would be north of a billion now, which is kind of, I think, probably, probably fair, right? 
Um, Alex Steiner, the co-founder and partner of Otro Capital, would join Alpine's race, Alpine Racing's board of directors. Interesting. Um, oh, so so maximum effort investments is uh, Reynolds and McElhenney's one. That is hilarious. Maximum effort investments. I did not know that was um, that was the name. Uh, and yeah. Michael B. Jordan as well, co-investor. Um, he's named here. Um, bit of talk about do, 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 do other stuff. U investment, uh, U.S. investment firm Redbird, run by run by Goldman Sachs banker, big money. Yep, owners of Premier League side Liverpool and Boston Red Sox. So, is an investor. Okay, so th there are some. Basically, the Gazer owns Redburn. Also invest in Fenway, which invests in Liverpool and Boston Red Sox and all that. So there's a lot of cross-contamination, okay? I'm going to use the word contamination for want of a better word. Because as much as... Look, this is exciting. It is... Ultimately, F1, I guess, it has never been this working-class kind of teams owned by fans. Kind of... Like, that's That used to be football, and now that's that romanticised version of football has left us. Now that's consigned to the past but um ultimately that's just the way that, that, that things are at the moment and it's, it's big money being chucked around uh redbird also have a controlling stake in toulouse uh french football club and ac milan and the new york yankees so yeah a lot of uh big organizations uh sporting enterprises owned in part by some of these people involved. Now, obviously, you know, Toulouse. Oh, here we go. Mountain Climber. We, we've got some clarity. Mountain Climber is a plan to be fighting for championships within the space of 100 races starting in 2022. So that's the Mountain Climber. That is the Mountain Climber. There we go. Cross-pollination. Yeah, so I, I guess, what do, what do we think of this? What, what, what do we... What do we think? What do, what do we think, everyone? I'm I'm gonna chuck a little um, poly moly out. Um, what do we think of this? Excited for Alpine. Um, bad for the sport. Um, don't care. Or other? Do you have another emotion? I guess. <laughs> what are the emotions going through your head when you're seeing this, right? Um, do you think it's it's a good thing for for Alpine and I guess by extension the sport, right? Or do you think this is? Uh, are you getting are you getting the ick from this? Nothing will happen. Well, look. I, no, I, I'm sure things will happen. Again, they've got a tried and tested method. F1 is a sport. Hence, you know, why I've been able to, to do what I can do, right, here in this sport is that the um, it's still very fresh in terms of social. Like, social media in F1 didn't really exist prior to 2017. So there is still room for growth, I think, you know, as... Everyone starts to catch catch Red Bull, which I'm confident will happen um, next year. 
the product gets more exciting. Um, you know, it, it moves in a positive direction. Yeah, okay, so most, about half of you excited for Alpine. A lot of you don't care, which is fair. Um, and then 10% of you have other emotions. At least better than normal money. I mean... Once once you get to once you get to uh, millions and millions, then the uh, unfortunately doesn't matter where the money comes from. It it's not it's hard to justify the morals. Um, but there you go. Suddenly they became hot AF as a non-Alpine fan. Ocon, Deadpool, Gasly, Greenland. Well, we know that. Well, Ocon loves his Spider-Man, doesn't he? So kind of kind of similar to Deadpool in a way. In some weird way. No, look, I, I think this is a really... Yeah, I, I think it's a smart move. I think it's a smart move from from Renault because they can still, you know, retain a majority stake, but they're selling, surely, I mean, from, from the press release, it, you know, indicates that they are making this sale in order to try and generate additional viables you know they've got that alpine name they're going to be rolling out all these new alpine cars to then have the backing of you know individuals who are so well versed so successful tried and tested in other sports you know that not only accelerates and pushes the the eyeballs around the alpine team specifically but also the wider alpine brand you know if they're going to start to flog cars like new cars not just the a110 over the next you know five five six seven eight years then having that the knock-on effect of having the you know the welcome to endstone equivalent but it's alpine and alpine cars being broadcast to the world like it it makes a lot of sense when when you when when you deep it, the the business case is, is is firmly there, and I think it can only do, I think it can only do good. You know, I think it can only do good for, for the team and again for the sport more generally because, you know, yes, we've had the the drive to survive story. We've got what drive to survive has been the one thing, right? Now we've got the film coming. We've got this TV series that's coming as well, like dramatized TV series. Now we've got this which implies that there's going to be more content on the horizon. Um, you know, I think that... I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Do you think livery would change? I think that, you know, you, you could absolutely see um, them doing something interesting with the livery, right? In the same way, obviously, Wrexham had TikTok sponsorship. Now they've got, like, United Airlines, isn't it? Rex uh, Sponsoring Wrexham, which is pretty mad. Um you know, they can, they have these contacts, they can generate these interesting sponsors and brands. Um, that's what I'm really interested to see, actually. Yeah, the kind of sponsors we see affiliating with Alpine from, you know, next year onwards. And, you know, special edition sponsors. I mean, we don't get enough of that as far as I'm concerned as well. I mean, do you remember when, um, Jag was it Jaguar who ran the um, Oceans 12 or 11, whichever one it was, at Monaco with the diamond in the... And they had all the celebrities and they were doing like the film launch. Like I could see more like stuff like that coming back potentially with Ryan and Rob and Michael B. Jordan and all that involved. Like it, it makes sense for, to have more of these kind of one-off special liveries. Again, more interesting 
brands maybe we haven't seen in the past getting involved through these two through the the wider group as well so within five years they'll own a majority and rename it do you reckon i don't reckon jordan I, i'd be very surprised I, i'd be very surprised because you know ultimately renault renault still retain a majority stake they still own the entire engine division you know they're putting all this money into alpine they're clearly what they they want alpine to be the next electric performance brand you know they they're not quite there yet but say they're planning on rolling out was it seven different seven different chassis between now and like 2030 so you know why would why sell when they can use the team and use the clout and and the invest not just the investment money but more so the marketability that these you know Ryan and Rob and all these other people can generate that you can't just buy that. Well, you can buy that by selling it to them, but they have their connections. They have their, you know, tried and tested methods. So they can just, you know, they can turn Alpine into a really profitable manufacturer if they play it right. And this is, I think, quite a, a clear, you know, a clear statement of intent that, you know, Renault are obviously going in on Alpine. Like over the next few years, we're going to see a lot more Alpines dropping, as obviously all cars go to electric and that. Right, that's where they're they're pushing it. Renault is partly owned by the French state, selling it in t- Yeah, what what percentage is that, Kathleen? I've I've heard that before. Isn't it like thirty percent of of Renault's state owned? I could be wrong there. Um, yeah, I do wonder. Yeah, I wonder how that factors into decision making. It must do to an extent, right? Because again, the, the Alpine F1 team, that is a team that Renault purchased. Like it existed before Renault and maybe Renault will sell it one day. The engine division, that is IP. That is Renault IP. So it doesn't make sense for them to sell that off. But you could sell the F1 team and still keep making engines and just give engines to other people if you wanted. Um it should be mad. Thank you, C, for the uh, 10 euros. Just joining in. No idea if you talked about it, but uh, 200 million for 24% is hella low, especially compared to Red Bull having a non-equity sponsorship worth 100 million a year. Something is not right within Renault. Um, we'll say 200 million for 24%. That gives the team a, a value of, of 900 million, which, hell, is it really low? You know what? What I do think is that if this whole, um, was it the fee you need to buy your way into F1 as a new team, currently it's $200 million. If that fee does increase to say 600, which has been, you know, rumored that that's a figure that the teams now want, they want it increased because if you don't know, the 200 million fee is that anti-dilution fee. If you want to become the 11th team, you have to give F1 200 million and then they split it between all the teams. So each team gets 20 million a piece. Now, the teams themselves, a lot of them, I think Toto's talked about this, they don't feel that's enough to justify, you know, the dilution of, of, uh, of prize winning money, of having another team, another competitor on the grid. And, you know, when you break it down to 20 million per team, 20 million for, for per team isn't, crazy amount that's like two additional positions in the constructors it's 
it's significant money, but it's not ridiculous. So if they were to raise that to 600 million, then also what that kind of does is add 400 million to the value of every F1 team, surely. Because then if you, you need an extra 400 million to, to buy and so, or if you just want to buy a pre-existing team, well, we're worth 400 million more now because the entry fee, if you don't do it by buying us, is, is 600 instead of 200. We'll see. But um, yeah, it's uh, 15% French state, 15% Nissan. I said Nissan still own a... I didn't, I didn't realise. Um, I, I think that it was it, was it Renault... Oh, what was it? What was the alliance? Was it before Stellantis? I I, I, I get confused because I feel like so many of these big car manufacturers have been sold between different... Because there's the, the Fiat Chrysler one and then that became Stellantis, didn't it? And then Renault-Nissan, I know they've had a... Oh yeah, Mitsubishi. Aren't Mitsubishi going under as well, aren't they? Or like they're 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 knocking knocking it on, knocking it on, knocking it on the head with old car production, which is a very sad day because I love an Evo. Um, thank you, Oceanic, by the way, for the two Aussie dollars. Can't wait for the new Ryan Renault F1 team. Ryan, well, again, Ryanair, Ryan Reynolds F1 team. Don't say I didn't told you. Don't say I didn't told you. That's terrible, terrible use of the English language. Um, Stellantis is FCA with PSA, which is Peugeot and, Peugeot and Citroen. Yeah, God, I'm confused. I get confused, man. I get big up Mitsubishi toasters. Big up Mitsubishi um air conditioning units. Wasn't it the when uh, Aston Martin were auctioning off all their bit the bits from their old site? Loads of it was a uh, Mitsubishi kind of big things. They looked like AC units, but I don't think they were. Something similar. Um, but yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we've talked about this for half an hour somehow. So uh, thank you all for, for tuning in, everyone who's live. Um, don't forget, you can uh, listen to these streams on the uh, Tomo's Race Chimwag, uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all that, because I will be uploading this to audio only once we're done. Um, also, I should be able to get it done today and out at a good time. I do have a video coming today hopefully today the plan is today um maybe around 2 p.m so keep an eye on your subscription boxes on your youtube at about 2 p.m for a another tomo f1 banger <laughs> right cool perfect um i would have grabbed minton but he's not in the room so never mind you saw him at the start of the stream anyway um well Austrian Grand Prix this weekend. Next time I talk to you live, I will not be in this country because I'm going to Austria. Um, I'm flying to Vienna and I'm going to go to Spielberg for... I'm going for Friday and Saturday. Um, I'm coming back Sunday morning to do the last lap um, on Sunday. So, yeah, exciting. Um, the next live stream on probably Thursday will be in Austria, in a hotel. So, yeah, that should be fun. And again, video later today. So give that a watch, like, subscribe, comment down below. If you got this far, if you got to the end of the stream, if you're watching this after the fact, um, comment the word Febreze. F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. Febreze. There you go. 
because I've got some Febreze antibacterial cleaner on the on the desk. Um, you're doing a meet up there, possibly Ezra. Um, possibly, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, not in the live chat. Put it in the comments. Right. Cheers, everyone. Stay safe. Be well. Be happy. Stay hydrated. And I will see you next time. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>